0: Psalm 112. This is the living and active Word of God. Praise the Lord! Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in His commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in His house, and His righteousness endures forever. Under the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Lord, this is your living and active word, and we pray that we would be teachable this morning to it, that you would fill us with your spirit, that we would have prepared hearts as we come to the table of the Lord, and that we would rejoice in our salvation, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. In this psalm, we see that the man or the woman who fears the Lord and delights greatly in his commandments uh, will prosper in many ways and be blessed and have a fruitful life and even cause those around him or her to uh, be blessed and to prosper. Uh, And it's similar, it reminded me of Psalm 1. Uh, The person, the man or the woman who is planted by streams of living water will also be fruitful and prosper. In fact, it says that in all that he does, he prospers. And then in uh, Joshua 1.8, the person who meditates day and night on the living word of God, uh, it, it says uh, he will make his way prosperous. So when you think about prospering, uh, this is a good psalm to think about. And I'd like to go through it just very quickly. If you look at it again, please. Again, we're talking about the person who fears the Lord and who loves the word. In verse two, it says, his descendants will be mighty on the earth. Well, one of the ways that these people are blessed is their posterity will be mighty. And uh, they will, uh, this is covenant succession that we've talked about a number of times. And then it says, the generation of the upright will be blessed. The Christians around him will be blessed greatly. Uh, Wealth and riches will be in his house. He'll prosper materially. Uh, And his righteousness endures forever. He will prosper spiritually. Under the upright, there arises light in the darkness. This uh, person has hope, even in dark times, even in hard times. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. He blesses others by his godliness. A good man deals graciously and lends, so he's able to lend and be gracious with what he has. He will guide his affairs with discretion. In other words, he'll have wisdom. This man will make wise decisions. Um, Surely he will never be shaken. He will be stable. He'll be a stable man and give stability to those around him. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. So he'll have a good name long after he departs. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. He's fearless. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Again, he's steady and he's faithful. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He will be victorious. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor, so he gives liberally. His righteousness endures forever His horn will be exalted with honor. So he will be honored. And then the wicked will see it and be grieved because they see in him their doom. They are not that way. And, uh, you know, as you think about this, you know, how uh, does the man uh, who does not fear God, how do they try to, you know, live a long life? How do they try to get prosperity in their own way? You know, how do they do it without obeying the fifth commandment, which we'll talk about in in a minute. They don't delight in the word. They do not fear God. So when you ask people, how do you how do you, try to live a long... T-? You know, everybody, if you ask, well, yeah, I want to live a long time. Well, how do you do that? Um, you know, how do you prosper? How do you become more prosperous? And how can you be remembered well? How can you have a name that will uh, go on past you? Well, some people, I know, they they exercise a lot. They think, oh, I'm going to live a long time because I'm really good at exercising, and I, I take care of my body very well, which you should. Uh, but, you know, they, they jog instead of worship the Lord on, on a Sunday, for example. And uh, all their hope is in living longer. Uh, and they may live longer on earth because they do th- this, but they might live a terrible eternity after their body dies. And then there are some people I know at UNO, many people, who uh, said, well, I'm going to eat uh, very well. I'm going to eat in a healthy manner. Uh, I'm going to be a vegetarian okay Um, and in that they hope that that will make them live longer you know they want to live longer and they may live longer because they eat that way Uh, but their hope is in what they eat not in the lord who made them and then some people just are superstitious they think well if i wish it uh, or if i'm good enough or you know if i go around saying to people or people say to me you know live long and prosper well i've never been able to do that Uh, but live long you know they're not going to live long and prosper just by saying it. So, now, I exercise sometimes. Not as much as my wife wants me to, but I do sometimes. And I try to eat in a healthy manner. Although, in the coming season, when all the good food comes out, I'm not going to try as hard. But it's good to do those things, uh, but to do it to please the one who loves us, the one who made our body. Now, people try to live a long time and prosper on the earth by their own efforts, Yet we have in the fifth commandment a promise from the living God that the people of God, as they keep this commandment, will live long. They'll take dominion and they'll prosper. And God will cause the church and generations of Christians to prosper until he comes. And if you look in your bulletin, the question we're looking at is number 66. In the shorter catechism, it says, What is the reason annexed to the fifth commandment or added on? What is the, the, the explanation of that? It says, The reason annexed to the fifth commandment is a promise of long life and prosperity as far as it shall serve for God's glory and their own good to all such as keep this commandment. So it's not a guarantee to all individuals, uh, but it's according to his sovereign will, his plan, according to his glory and their own good. But individuals and families and the church, the family of God, will prosper as they fear God and delight in and keep his Uh, commands as we saw in psalm 112 in the uh, a work called the presbyterian standards a man named francis Beatty said this is a very practical promise which is often seen to be verified among men it is true of families properly regulated of nations rightly governed and of the church directed according to the scriptures that they shall be blessed with long life and useful service And then Johannes Voss in his commentary on the larger catechism said, the general requirement of the fifth commandment being respect for authority in human society, it is clear that where this commandment is obeyed, conditions which make for long life and prosperity will exist. On the other hand, where respect for legitimate authority is lacking, a greater or less degree of anarchy or lawlessness will prevail in human society. And this will tend toward conditions which shorten life and interfere with prosperity. Thus, in the providence of God, obedience to the fifth commandment will bring a general increase of l- length of life and prosperity in society. So, families and nations and the church will prosper as this commandment is faithfully obeyed. And, you know, as I thought about this, I thought, isn't the Lord merciful and gracious? He redeems us, He gives us His commands, His law, so that He can bless us. It's just incredible. And part of that blessing is the continual joy that we have in relating with him. And uh, we are reminded of that each week as we come to the Lord's table. And brothers and sisters, as we enjoy this ceremony, let's praise God for the promise of eternity with the triune God by the sacrifice of his son and also for the temporal blessings of his commandments as we keep them by his grace. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for blessing us with your law which as we obey, we experience your blessings upon our families and upon our church and our society. Lord, help us to delight in your word and to fear you, and forgive us for being lax in your word. Lord, you are gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and we would ask this morning for grace to participate in this ceremony with grateful hearts, and we do so in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.